doors closing. Four guys on a train minisode. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, I'm one of your favorite hosts, Rick. I'm Axel Pete Rose. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Axel Pete Rose. I you know, I wanted to go for the for Axel Rose from, you know, Guns N' Roses, but then Pete Rose is, you know, the scandalized baseball player. Well, you got to stick with it. Wow, that worked out <laughs> way better than I thought. Yeah, sorry. Sorry to go off on a tangent, Brandon. That's fine. Um, I am Brandon. Welcome to Four Guys on a Train. Four Guys on a Train mini-sode. I like how I didn't say the name of the podcast or that this was a mini-sode. <laughs> For today's mini-sode, I'm bringing you all back to Craig's Best, the uh, segment where we scour the best of Craigslist, cut out the middleman, and pass the listings on to you. Bring it on, Daddy. Hey, Craig, play me something smooth. Well, first up, we have a um, an ISO, an in-search-of type listing. Someone looking for something. Aren't we all? Yeah. What are we? We're all searching for something out there. But these people are very specific in what they're searching for and put it on the internet. Okay. So the, uh, the headline of this ad is, want to watch a live birth on mushrooms. Oh, my. <laughs> so we're not, uh, we're not being coy. We're not um, beating around the bush here, getting right to the point. You're looking in the bush. <laughs> looking down. Looking <laughs> 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 down. Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> should I should I go? Or? You can stay, but please be quiet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just have to be very quiet now. It starts. Hey there, my friends and I were trying to figure out the craziest thing we could do on magic mushrooms, and realized that watching a live childbirth would be by far the most incredible, mind blowing experience that we could think of. Mm-hmm. Now, um. I guess I don't disagree right off the bat. If you're trying to look for something like I watched cats while uh, high, um, which, you know, was a crazy experience on its own. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's not really the pinnacle of the craziness that you could experience something while uh, on uh, some kind of hallucinogenic. No, absolutely. And I can tell you from personal experience as like an eight year old, I I turned the channel to some public access thing mm-hmm. and i didn't know they could do this but there was definitely just a just a front-on shot of a vagina and a baby's head came out of it wow and i just about lost my mind like what? i was what spasming just like Wah! and I, I was totally not on anything like i was just my sober self as an eight-year-old boy and it it just you weren't doing shrooms at eight? i was not I was not yet doing shrooms, so what kind of channel was this? Public access? Where were they? Were, were they filming it in somebody's basement? I mean, it was like a medical show. You know, it was like a oh sure, uh, it was like a scientific thing. It was educational, sure. But I saw, but I saw the thing. It just came. I was like, whoa! And it was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. So I can imagine, yes, as uh, say your 20, 27 year old guy, um, you know, doing mushrooms mm-hmm. and then experiencing this, it would be a orders of magnitude more uh, mind-blowing yeah it's already gonna blow your mind one of the last times i actually smoked weed i could barely handle the orville you know mm, yeah <laughs> that's a very i mean that's a very funny show so like you know. i mean it, it wasn't that it was funny it's that i was like it was too strong of a reaction it yeah. was you know someone brought <laughs> a listener of the podcast 
brought some uh, some green from Colorado, and it was a strain that was way too much for me. Uh-huh. And I was we were watching the Orville, and I was like, everything is on a green screen, right? They filmed this entire <laughs> show on a green screen. They must. <laughs> Nothing is and real. It's all fake. Everyone's like, no, those are real sets. I was like, no, there. It's all a green screen. <laughs> Life's just one green screen, man. And then I barfed. That's true. That part is true. I did throw up. So Ooh. I don't know if I could also like, you know, I had shrooms once. They didn't really do anything for me hallucinogenic wise. It was more a mind thing. Mm. But uh, I don't think I I don't know if I could watch a live birth on any sort of drug. Now, imagine that Seth MacFarlane on the Orville was giving birth. That would have just exploded your brain. Yeah, that, I wouldn't have come back from that. I would have gone and. Jumped into the river and been like, there's nothing left for me here. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. I've seen the face of Christ. (laughs) It was Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he gives birth birth to the Christ child. And they say weed doesn't kill people, but look what it can do. That's what it can do. do. Parents. Don't do drugs. Come on, kids. (laughs) Dare to keep kids off drugs. (laughs) Well, uh, I'll continue the the posting here. Yeah. So they go Mm -hmm. on. We are looking for a woman with child. I would, yeah. I mean, that's a great place to start. Yeah, I hope. Who would permit five respectful, around <laughs> 27-year-old men to watch her give live birth while on magic mm. mushrooms. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, Peter, they're respectful. They're five respectful, around 27-year-old men. If you or anyone you know would be willing to do this, <laughs> right? we're going to have you on the we would love to talk to you. We have yet to interview anyone who we've asked to talk to on here, but this is where we'd love to start. That's true. Or if you're one of those five respectful young men, uh, probably now at least in your around 30. Or if you want to give the birth on the show, you know, we'd love to have you. That's true. You know, a podcast isn't the best medium for a visual huh. aid like that, but, you know, I'm sure you're going to be screaming. You get her on Zoom or on, uh, you know, Discord here. Yeah, and you see, so you, you can do your screenshots, you know, like you do for the for the Instagram page, and at least we can give. Oh, people... sure, I can put it on Insta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, that's still worthwhile. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay, so compensation is negotiable, but for sure, at least a hundred dollars per person. Okay, so you're getting five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, at least five hundo, and that's gonna go. I mean, you know, doc hospital bills. That's like one percent of your your medical cost of giving birth in a hospital with insurance so that's great yeah you know every bit counts uh and you will have the knowledge of knowing that you just blew some people's mind having a baby come out of you so i mean the miracle of birth i would say is enough uh payment uh just to go through that whole process but i guess sure you can also walk away knowing you blew the minds of five um Nearly 30-year-old men. But what if it doesn't? What if they're disappointed, you know? Ooh. Oh. They, they're they hyping themselves up for this. What if it happens and they're like, yeah, we could have just watched the Orville instead, and it would have been the same. Sure. That really illustrates the importance of, uh, you know, a paper and ink contract uh-huh. when you go into these sorts of deals. Because as, as the woman giving birth, I want to know... That my time and my uh, privacy slash dignity isn't being wasted uh, because I, you know, these these gentlemen take their magic mushrooms and they yep. enter a state of whatever you know zen or you know they're they're high on these mushrooms and they see the baby emerge from the glorious hole that babies come out of 
Is that what you've been calling it? Yeah, it's the glorious hole of babies. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> and they kind of look at each other and say, oh, I don't know, man. I thought it would be cooler. It's just like yeah. she just took a big poop. More. Just poop shaped like a like a kid. Oh, boy. That's not, that's not that cool. Yeah, I've taken bigger poops than yeah. that, you know? And they hurt way worse. I screamed, I screamed way more. We don't have to explain where babies come from to you, do we? No. Okay, all right. They they come out of the butt. Just that's where the daddy puts them. Right. I know. I know about it. Okay. Uh, oh, I know about oh, it. Oh boy. Well, you know Listen, what? That's not even the point. The point is that yeah. um, if they decide to renege on their deal, you know, oh, we didn't like that. We're out of here. No, you got You got to have it in writing. Yeah, and they're paying up beforehand. Pay up beforehand. Yeah, too. pay up beforehand. Or if yeah. you want to do half up front and then half after, after yeah. half after the the birth. After yes, half after. After. <laughs> Half before and after. That's that's contract language. You get half up front, after later. <laughs> that's the before and after clause. Yeah. Of the yeah. contract. Yeah, that's important. So after they dump the baby, uh-huh, you dump the baby out, you get the other half of your right. money. Um, so yeah, just a word of warning uh, slash some advice for women that I'm sure are eager to 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 take this deal. This is definitely going to take off once... Uh... Once it gets going here. Uh, mm-hmm. So then they, they close. This offer may not be for everyone. If you know someone who may be interested, please share this offer. So that might fulfill our dream of watching a live birth on mushrooms. Mm. Now, you know, this is an older post. So I don't know if these five gentlemen have fulfilled their dreams yet. I'm guessing they've had a bit of a struggle. I'm willing to bet one of those five is actually one of the listeners of the show. <laughs> we know some pretty freaky people. Without a doubt. Definitely. I'm willing to bet it's one of the three hosts. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, let's not. <laughs> I think if we dug a little deeper, we'd find. I, w- I wonder if. Uh, Come on now. Would women be as excited about this if they were on Magic Mushrooms watching a live birth? Would it blow their minds too? Or not as much? I got to say, I got to imagine no, but I don't know any women, so I can't ask them. I don't think they need to take magic mushrooms to understand how fucking mind-blowing that is. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Us men are like, we're going to need to be on something to really understand how crazy and uh, um, what a miracle this is. Women would be like, shut the fuck up. You don't need to take anything. Toss me a LaCroix and that's good enough. I, I need to be in another state. I need to be just far away if that's happening. Other people's medical stuff, I'm always like, Ugh. like I will fucking pass out. I know I will. Yeah, like I'm such a, a a wiener when it comes to that stuff. Like I'm gonna be in there. Like I'll, I'll be there for support, but I don't know how much. Gonna... <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be able to give it. Talking about blood. Talking about amniotic fluids. The whole thing. Talking about poo poo, poo poo, pee pee. All of it makes me sick. So yeah, uh, props, props to those of you who have given birth. Um, I could, I could, well. I mean, no, I, can't, I obviously can't. When I finally figure out how to have sex and impregnate Jenny, um, <laughs> you better bet your ass I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be grabbing that umbilical cord, cut and just ripping it apart with my bare hands. I won't even Jesus. use scissors. Maybe I'll bite through it. I want to yeah, feel. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I, w- I want to connect with her and that child. I'll just bite through with my teeth. And you just drink, ah! drink the fluid right out of it. It's visceral, you know? yeah, and become stronger That's than right. I've ever been. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Oh, fuck. But I will need to figure out how to do it first. <laughs> Drink it like a straw. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those crazy straws. It's got a bunch of like circles and loop-de-loops in it. <laughs> oh. 
There is a thing about saving cord blood, right? It has stem cells in it or something. Cord blood, uh, the placenta. They make pills out of the placenta, or you could just eat it, like with a fine Chianti. All right. Well, next up, I've got a job listing here. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> you don't want to talk about placenta some more? I mean, sure, whatever. <laughs> what if the next thing literally dealt with placenta? The job listing is for a. It's a placenta eater. <laughs> I need someone, need to, someone eat to eat my placentas. placentas. <laughs> we have too many placentas and we need I don't want it to get... go to waste. What am I going to do with all these placentas? I was taught to not waste food. God, they're just piling up over here. <laughs> all these placentas must go. Oh, God. <clears throat> all right. So the next one up is a job listing. The title on this one is Cat Circus Looking for a Tour Assistant. I automatically hate this so much. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I I know you boys aren't uh, are more dog dogmen, which I also am. Mm-hmm. But unlike you, I am not allergic, so I can be around cats, and I don't necessarily mind them. But I wanted to bring this to you guys just in case you're looking for some more, you know, like a side hustle, or you know, maybe with COVID and everything, maybe your job's not going so hot. You're looking for a change of pace. It, I'm reading. It says no cat allergies. So me and Brandon are automatically out. All right. Don't let, hey, hold on now. Don't read ahead. Why would you pitch this? <laughs> don't pitch this. Dog. Sorry. <laughs> now, the next ad is about uh, a procedure that will not make you allergic to cats. So don't get ahead of me. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So has your dream always been to run away with a cat circus? Then here's the job for you. Samantha Martin and the Acro Cats, woo, mm, chef's oh kiss, my God. are looking for a tour assistant to travel cross-country with a troop of trained cats, plus a groundhog, a chicken, and a few rats. Oh, you had me at groundhog. I'm in. So the cats pulled you out, and the groundhog pulled you back. Groundhog brought me right back in, yep. Can I sidebar for a second? I just looked this up. The Amazing Acro Cats is a circus troop of domestic cats Founded by animal trainer Samantha Martin in Chicago, Illinois. I, uh, yeah, you got ahead of me. I, Did I? I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I'm glad you're, you're sleuthing. It's great. It means you're engaged. I am. I have been in uh, a show with, um, you guys remember Dan and Jer. They host uh, 90 Under 90, another great podcast. Fantastic podcast. Yeah. We used to do uh, sketch comedy shows at... Um, Gorilla Tango Theater in Chicago, mm-hmm. and the Acro Cats would sometimes perform at the Gorilla Tango. Wow. No shit. So have you seen them or not? I I think I once crossed paths with this Samantha Martin and uh, okay. many crates of cats and wild animals, <laughs> but I never got to experience it firsthand, unfortunately. Wow. Okay. All right. But then I saw this job opening, and I was like, wow, what an opportunity to finally fulfill my you know, lost dreams. Mm-hmm. So they go on to say, um, as these animals purr, with a couple R's in there, form, purr, form at venues in cities across the United States. Oh, I get it because of cats. I get it because they purr. I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, unfortunately, it doesn't really include the groundhog of the chicken and the couple of rats. Um, Kind of excludes them. And I think that's a little narrow minded of Samantha, but you know. A little bit. Yeah. I think it was too punny for her to to pass up the opportunity. All right, so we got some job requirements here. Uh, Number one, you need some animal care experience. 
because uh, you're going to have to be doing daily, weekly, and monthly cat care duties. Oh, my. Including, but not limited to, general and advanced cleaning and the care slash welfare of animals <laughs> and their living environment. Wait, what is advanced cleaning? I don't think I've experienced. <laughs> I've only generally cleaned my apartment. I've never advanced clean it. That's butthole cleaning. That's like right under, that's the under the tail cleaning. I didn't want to say it because it's a little crude. Uh, yeah, okay. That's advanced. Then I do that. You get that? Well, no, it's science, okay? It's science, all right? You got to keep, keep that area clean. You get a Q-tip. You just kind of swab it around. You dip it in some isopropyl alcohol. What the fuck? You've never cleaned, it? You've never cleaned an animal's butthole before? <laughs> no, I don't think I have. <sighs> you haven't lived. I've never Q-tipped a dog's ass. Is That's what I'm saying. Okay. And Brandon's saying you got haven't it. lived. <laughs> you And you have. I'm saying you're doing it wrong <laughs> if you're not. That's all I'm saying. Doing it wrong. Any dog you see, you really should go up to and ask if you could lend a hand. It's actually one of the most polite things you can say to a dog owner <laughs> if they're out walking on the sidewalk. Really? Can I pet your dog? Sure. Followed up with, can I swab out your dog's asshole with the, this Q-tip? They're going to say, yeah, Jesus of course God. they are. Of course, of course they are. Because, you know, it's not the most glamorous job. All right, I'll try. No, somebody's got to do it, though. They're Go gonna on. jump at the opportunity. No, um. Right. Okay, so yeah. obviously, number one, you got to clean those animal bee holes. Uh, number two, y- you're going to have to have an outgoing personality, okay? A keen sense of humor and the ability to roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure why you need a sense of humor to take care of cats, a groundhog, a chicken, and a few rats. Does, that, does, does making jokes keep the animals happy? Am I, should I be telling more jokes to my dog? Cats, and I think rats in particular, are, are noted empaths. So they, they just absorb the mood <laughs> from the trainer. So yeah, I mean, it's important to maintain a cheery disposition when you're dealing with it. Read that next, uh, that next sentence there, Rick. Uh, you're also going to need a flexible schedule, a high comfort level engaging with crowds of cat lovers. No, that's the thing. I draw the line right there. I can only engage with a few cat lovers at a time. Crowds of them? Swathing crowds. I'm sorry. I'm, I- yeah, they're all, they're all going to be crowding around you and showing you pictures on their cell phone of their cats laying on their keyboard as if their cat's the first cat to ever do right. that. No, okay, yeah, that's great, Janet. Like, that's, that's fantastic. So cute. We're alienating a couple listeners right now, and I apologize <laughs> to them for this for this hatred of cats from me and Brandon. I guess hate is a strong word, but I really, really, really don't like cats. <laughs> you really don't like cats. <laughs> I think cats are cute. I just can't be in the same room with them for for too long. My problem with cats here's here's my thing. A cat as a cat uh, cat or dog person. I don't want an animal in my house that thinks it's smarter than me. Okay. And I know every cat I've ever seen, I look at it and it thinks it's smarter than me. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Almost, but no. Yeah. You know, a dog, no, it knows it's stupid. It needs you. You know what I mean? Like, they're not walking around like, I don't, you could die and I'd be fine. Cats. Yeah. They all, they have this, they have this air about them. They're a little smug. They're a little smug. They are smug. Yeah. You know, a little smug. I don't need that. You know, I'm already like the dumbest person at a party. I don't need an animal that thinks it's smarter than me, too. I want to be the smuggest person in the room. So I'm not bringing a cat exactly. in. Exactly. And you are like 99% of the time. Almost always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Except if a cat comes in. It is nice that when you die, you don't have to really worry about funeral costs or anything because that thing is just going to eat you. A cat? Yeah. Get a few cats near the end of your life. And then when you die, they're just gonna eat you. Dogs will eat you too, I think. I think they I think they have a you know a- Well, only if you're around to give them like a release word, like okay, you know, and, and let them know it's cool. 
And that's the problem. Well, you train them from an early age to to take just little bites, just little bites of your flesh. <laughs> just every now and then, get a little taste. You lay down on the ground, you close your eyes, put your hands kind of over your chest, and then you and, and you get them used to just kind of nibbling on you. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, like you say, funeral costs dealt with. But cats, it's built right in. Cats know from the get-go, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that um, Samantha Martin probably trained cats to eat people, but I guess she wouldn't have had to, so... No, no, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's instinct. Why did I say it that way? <laughs> oh, that's, that's instinct, instinct baby. That's instinct. <laughs> uh, so third qualification here that you need to have, you got to be physically fit, okay? You got to be able to lift and transport up to 50 pounds of show props and animal carriers from the tour bus to the stage and back. Not just to the stage. You got to get back on the fucking bus. We're not donating these crates to the to the venue. They're coming home with us. You better not be skipping arm day if you expect to get this job. That would be good for me, actually. I, I feel like I need a job where I'm a little more physically active. I've had a desk job my entire life, and I am in poor shape. Poor shape. Yeah, but you'd be carrying these crates around wheezing like a son of a bitch, you know? My medical costs would go up. Maybe I'd get used to it. Yeah. Or you could get allergy shots. I am getting allergy shots, so maybe in a few years I'll be able to do this. Uh, fourth qualification, theater experience is a plus, so I guess this isn't a full-on qualification. It's just a Benny. Uh, perform, again, front and back of house duties. Why, why just use the one fucking cat pun? You know, why just use the one? I don't understand this. We could have thrown the word perfect in here. Do cats do anything else? Like, apply right meow. You know, that's, come on. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. All right, right. you can't yeah. be a pussy, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, just cat puns like that. There's so many good ones. We're we're leaning real heavy on this one. As a comedy trio, we're just offering that piece of feedback. Unsolicited. That's free, Samantha. First one's free. Three white men are offering uh, a woman some unsolicited feedback. <laughs> it's never happened before. That's what they're looking for. Yeah. We are explaining to her, uh, as men, why what she's doing isn't the correct way to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, well, actually, she should be doing it a little bit differently, and and we just want to. Yeah. We just want to help, you know. Yeah, we just want to help. And we, could you smile more while you're at it, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> and there goes the rest of our listeners. The cat, the cat people <laughs> left already, and now the rest are gone. That's parody, everyone. It's parody. Now. It's parody. All right. Uh, so you got to perform front and back house of duties. Uh, stage management, operate the lights and sound, and Jesus, you're doing a lot of shit, and help on stage with animals and prop placement. So you're the stage manager, your light and sound operator, and the prop wrangler. Hmm. Samantha better be paying me what I'm worth. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. And you gotta work with volunteers. And then finally, you have to be able to work. I don't know how this is a job requirement, but uh, f- number five is work with volunteers. Wrangle and train volunteers who help with the shows. So you're already wrangling and training cats, and now you got to wrangle and train people too? The reason I took this job is because I hate people. Or are the volunteers cats too? She brings in stray cats to help. <laughs> they're the volunteers. <laughs> yeah. They're not, they're they, not clean part the of the, other, they clean the talent. <laughs> they're not part of the big show. Now Tobias here will be taking tickets. While Mr. Whiskers will be on stage. <laughs> If Tobias puts in enough hours, he'll get his shot, too. She's in the back with him. You want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> Let me clean your butthole. Jesus, Samantha. 
Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> I, not that she's ever going to listen to this, but. So pay varies by show and includes a per diem. No cat allergies. So yeah, you boys are out. Have fun, Rick. And then must love cats, which obviously is a must. Serious applicants only. This job has a lot of work and time on the road, but also the opportunity of a lifetime. Okay, first of all, I have a problem with this whole no cat allergies thing because I'm pretty sure that's a violation of my HIPAA rights. Um, she does not get to ask me if I'm allergic to cats. That is my business. That's between me and my doctor. And it's nobody's business but mine. So uh, I'm going to apply for this job and she can't stop me. I can't even tell you how opposite I am to this lady. I put, uh, if you have cats, don't date me on my Hinge profile because I'm allergic <laughs> to them. Like This is completely in the opposite direction of that. Um, we should ask Jake if he wants to go. You know, he likes cats. He's got one. He does, yeah. We should have had him on the show. Someday again, Jake, if you're listening. Jake, we'll send you this application. I know your job's going fine, but, you know, everybody use a change of pace. Yeah, apply. All right, so my last uh, best of Craig's. This is turning into a fallen episode, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you can edit this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, well, should we just, should I fake it and we just do two? I can always throw in a little edit of myself saying two and not three at the beginning of this. Two. So tonight for you boys, I've got two. Yeah, I brought you guys two. <laughs> two ads. <laughs> I actually might. <laughs> I just might. Two. <laughs> or it's me or Brandon. Two. <laughs> Like your impression of yourself sounded different than just your normal voice, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, that's my impression that's, that's of myself. What I like. Hokey nerd, <laughs> Tao. I guess I've never heard anyone do an impression of themselves. <laughs> Why is it necessary? <laughs> I'm I'm always like, oh, Lost is really underrated. People make such a big deal about that last season but really it's a phenomenal show what a cast god i'm always like that <laughs> damn brandon nailed himself my impression of you brandon too <laughs> <laughs> seasons of lost were great <laughs> well that's all i have for all y'all today from craig's best that's the best he's got this week uh, if you want, um, you can go ahead and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you're listening to us. Uh, you could follow us on Twitter at Four Guys on a Train. It's the number Four Guys on a Train, or on Instagram at Four Guys on a Train, all spelled out. And if you'd love to make a suggestion for a segment or uh, just write in, send us more recipes. Thank you, Carolyn. Um, you can do so at Four Guys on a Train at gmail.com. We thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, friends. Four Guys on a Train is produced by Rick Schuler, Brandon Johnson, and Peter Cosmo. Edited by Peter Cosmo. Theme song and all additional music written by Brandon Johnson. The Four Guys on a Train theme song contains an audio sample of MetroTrain.wav from Everything Sounds, being used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. 